Oh, hey. What are we talking about? Work-life balance. Yay, work-life balance. We really need to work on our intros. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't want, like, a good intro. We can get, like, a jingle. No, and, God, no. no. Can we get some advertising, some product placement? Yeah, some, yeah. totally. This whole stream is just going to turn into, like, product placement, followed by product placement. Yeah. Followed by some more product placement. That's kind of what we like. Yeah. Yeah. We're total sellouts. We've done like what five episodes? We are now selling Hell yeah. out. Successful. We can probably Woo. get like three dollars of advertising and pay for the internet for the upload. Retiring. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> My career is over. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Let's do it. Anyway, so, should we talk about yeah. work-life balance? No, no, no. That, that sounds terrible. Right, let's just, just turn off the camera. Yeah, let's talk about nothing for a while. <laughs> Yeah. Work-life balance, Noah. Oh, right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, right. Work-life balance. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing, maybe. Yeah. So I think it's something a lot of people struggle with, uh, especially kind of freelancers and stuff, because where do you draw the line? Mm. Uh, especially when you're getting started and you're trying really hard to be the best you can and get to a good, stable position. Yeah. Uh, work-life balance is a nightmare. So oh, yeah. kind of want to talk about um, what it means, how you can achieve it, uh, different ways of achieving it. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want so, to start us off on your relationship with work-life balance? Uh, it's extremely varied. Um, there are some times when I basically didn't have a life, and <laughs> it was just a work balance of mm. like, oh, how much work can I do, and then how much sleep can I get? Um, mm. So I've gone through phases like that. Like when I was a student and stuff like that, I I worked a lot, yeah. and I didn't really socialize that much. Uh, there were definitely some years that I spent just kind of working too much mm. uh, I did not prioritize enough socializing looking back yeah I probably should have socialized a little bit more um, but for me I was super obsessed with <laughs> getting really good really fast and that was kind of all that mattered to me so I prioritized working above all else and uh, it was good for the time being and yeah. terrible long term I could, right. I could never Make that last long term. Unsustainable. Yeah, that would be that would be an early grave right there. Oh uh, both from the misery of just working all the time and having no life, and then also just way too much work. Mm -hmm. So, I did end up balancing it a little bit better in the future after I got out of those student days and was able to find a good balance. And there's a few ways that I managed to do that, but um, for me, it is definitely a priority priority to have. A good balance there because um, I do see the problems of getting too far into the work thing and getting too obsessed with it mm. and it ending up being pretty unhealthy. How do you um, think it would have affected um, your career path if you had had more of a work-life balance? So if as a student you had had more of a social life? I probably would have gotten just as good but probably a little bit later. Okay. Yeah. Um, it probably would have taken me a maybe a couple more years yeah. uh, if I had just had more of a normal approach to working. Mm. Uh, I still would have gotten there. I still would have put the hours into it. But if I had balanced things out a little bit better, it probably would have taken longer. Yeah. Um, which is, is something everyone has to kind of weigh for themselves. Some mm. people are going to prioritize the, I need to get good really fast and I need to make a living at this because otherwise I'm going to be broke on the street. <laughs> and that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, like I was freaking out when I was graduating that, oh my God, I have these student loans. How do I get rid of these things? Oh God, I'm going to be a failure. And so every day I was whipping myself to try to get better at yeah. art. 
And so when I had that hanging over me that I just really didn't care that much about life when, you know, there's student loans. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> I can see how that would do that. Yeah. <laughs> sort of the nice things about being from the UK is that yeah. was never so much a, a motivator as yeah, it was. Yeah, they're, they're a little you know. less scary over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they hound you here. So, mm. um, yeah, what about you? Um, I've had probably a similar kind of thing as you. Uh, I've had an on-off relationship with it. I've had a bit of a topsy-turvy time with it. Um, I used to have a terrible work-life balance um, when I was kind of like a late teen. Uh, I was a complete workaholic, but I was kind of okay with that. I, uh, like I went to school out of the area, so I didn't get to hang out with my friends on the weekend like they did anyways. Um, I used to work obscenely hard and stress myself out a lot and not really have um, kind of much social interaction outside of school. Mm. Um, that kind of made me happy. Uh, I was a very like stressed out kind of person had to be the best at everything. I was one of those painful people that was miserable to be around anyway, so it was good I didn't have a social life. Um, and I excelled. I did really, really well. Um, I think the same as you, I would have been a happier person and I probably would have got there eventually, but I just wouldn't have done it as fast as I did. Mm. Uh, but later on, I had probably an even unhealthier <laughs> relationship with work, uh, whereby I was uh, so studying at university doing something I didn't particularly enjoy mm. uh, but felt, you know, my life would be over if I failed at this. Um, I would work as hard as I could mm. um, and get stressed out and kind of have the same work ethic as I'd had before, mm. only this time I was doing something I hated and therefore was kind of miserable doing it, which then made me stressed yeah. out, that made me do nothing. So I'd go mm. through cycles of kind of, um, rather than kind of admitting, okay, so we need some healthy, happy time here to make me not go completely insane. Yep. Um, I would be like, no, I have to work really hard at this because it doesn't come naturally to me. I find it difficult. Uh, so I'd push myself stupidly hard to a point where I couldn't bear to work. But because I hadn't planned anything else for myself, I'd do nothing. Mm -hmm. I'd lay on my bed, look at social media until I hated myself and crawled mm -hmm. back to work. So uh, even though I kind of worked less, mm -hmm. I wasn't achieving anywhere near as much. Right. Um, so that was kind of a time in my life where my work-life balance was completely shot. Mm. And those kind of unhealthy habits persisted for me um, from graduating through to my career, like my, the first three years I spent working. I was doing like a nine to six job, which I've touched on before. It didn't make me any more happy than my degree did. Mm. Uh, and I found that that kind of drained me and I would really struggle to have the energy to do the stuff I wanted. So even if I kind of told myself, you know, I'm working nine hours a day, I can't do more than this. Uh, I would just kind of not spend my evenings in a good way. I would just kind of be a bit lazy. Uh, and then I suddenly found that I had far too many things to squeeze into the time I had. So whereas before I'd kind of, I had time, but it was all just overwhelming. Whereas then I reached a point where I, I physically couldn't get all the stuff I wanted to do in my day. I had to lower my expectation for myself. Except it took me a long time to realise that. So that was, that was the crunch, was realising that I was mm. expecting too much. Yeah. So before that, uh, I would just beat myself up for not achieving everything I'd hoped I'd achieve. Mm. Uh, it was only finding that I'd, like, I had too much of an expectation of myself mm. and I needed to restrict something, needed mm. to let something go, cut right. out something that wasn't rewarding to me and wasn't right. that important anyways, and kind of accept that I had as many... I had all the... Like, I had limitations. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be superhuman. Yeah. Um, now, now that I get to dedicate myself fully to what I want to do, sure. work-life balance is blissful. Oh, yeah. um, it's the first time in my life where I really feel like I'm achieving what I want to achieve without kind of letting things suffer. So 
now is good. Yes. <laughs> I've been very fortunate yeah. to get here and right. I got here far sooner than I would have done like yeah. on my own. Yeah. You've helped me so much with that. Uh, and I kind of want to be honest about that and <laughs> say like, <laughs> I didn't do that completely <laughs> sure. on my own. You've made that possible for me. Yeah. Um, again, I would have been able to just much slower. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I'd say that where we are now is probably the easiest oh, uh, either of us have ever had it mm. for work-life balance because, um, you know, when we work, we get to work together. Yeah. We're, you know, either in the same room or nearby. And when one of us is working, the other one doesn't, like, feel excluded or ignored. So, therefore, like, relationship and work don't have to be quite as separate anymore. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of an integrated thing mm -hmm. where, you know, we like talking about work. We like doing it together. We like, you know, it's part of our lives rather than this separate thing where yeah. you go off to work and then, you know, mm -hmm. you have relationship time, you know, for a couple hours in the evening. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to, you know, prioritize one over the other. You don't have to sacrifice going on a date with somebody to, you know, do your study yeah. that evening. So uh, that makes it really, really easy for both of us. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to admit, if you can marry an artist, marry an artist. <laughs> um, if you get a cute one, that is. Aw. Always, always get a cute I one. I got a cute one too. Aw. Uh. <laughs> We're doing the thing again. Aw. <laughs> oh, no. Or being insufferable. Yeah, we should stop that. That's what um. we do. <laughs> It's nice, though. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, something I never thought I'd have was to be able to merge together those parts of my life where yes. I got to spend time with the people I love while working. Mm. That's great. And to be honest, that can, you can kind of have that with co-workers or something mm. if you have, like, a good team. Sure. That kind of fulfills the same... Not the same. Not the same deep, like, right. satisfying need, but right. having good people around you while you work can kind of... If, yeah. you, if you have control over that sort of thing. If you sure. don't, fine. Yeah. People cope. But so, yeah, that's kind of a nice thing. So I guess even though we're in an ideal situation, we do, both of us have had times when we were not in ideal oh, work, yeah. work life situations and uh, worked on improving things. And I think what you mentioned there with having teammates, uh, even while you're working is, is good because that's something even as somebody self-employed working at home by yourself, you mm. can kind of set up um, something I would do occasionally when I'd feel like, you know, doing some socializing, but <laughs> needed to work, uh, is like Google Hangout calls and stuff, because yeah. that is a fantastic way, even if you're doing it with somebody else who's working, uh, even if you both hop on there and don't really talk that much, you're still kind of sort of talking there. to somebody, yeah. there's somebody that you could say something to, and they'd be on the other side of it, and that's kind of fun, um, and uh, I also have done that with my parents back when I used to be like overseas and had to call them occasionally Aww. to be a good son. Uh, I would because they would kind of want to ramble on for a while, as as parents do, <laughs> and I wouldn't exactly have you know an hour and a half in my day that I could just spare to sit there. <laughs> so I would just open up Photoshop and then call, and then I would just paint the whole time. Yeah. Um, so if there's any way you can do your work while kind of doing something else that satisfies some other aspect of your life, yeah. uh, all the better. Nice. Um, I've also um, kind of noticed that, so you and I both did a similar sort of thing where getting started on whatever we were doing, we had a poor work-life balance. Mm. But as we got more comfortable at what we were doing, our work-life balance was easier to achieve. Mm -hmm. So that is maybe an interesting thing to note, is that a work-life balance isn't a permanent thing. Right. Um, I'm not condoning working stupid hours and making yourself ill in the pursuit of what you want. Uh, it's just a, sort of a suggestion that 
Um, it doesn't have to be permanent. Mm. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to kind of stick to a schedule and keep it that way forever. Um, if you're having a hard time with like a work-life balance, you don't get to see your family very much, you can kind of make that into a temporary thing. So you could focus on what it is that you're doing and then at some point shift your focus. So for you, it was working really, 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 really hard until you got to be a good artist. Mm. Kind of then you were able to kind of put that more on the back burner. It's more of a passive thing. Mm. And suddenly you had more attention to pay to other people. Um, for me, it was kind of shuffling around my priorities. So when I was working and I never had time to fulfill all of my the things I wanted to do, I'd go through phases, mm. which um, while it wasn't what I wanted, it was a good alternative. So mm. I physically couldn't do all of the things. I couldn't work and work on my art mm. and have a good relationship with the people that were important to me and maintain a tidy house and be fit. So right. they were kind of my five things I really wanted from life. Right. And there was just, I just didn't have the time of the day. Something yeah. would like go undealt with. Yeah. Um, for me, kind of cycling through them was like quite a good thing. I'd kind of write these things down. I'd keep them kind of in the peripheral. I'd stick them on the wall or something and or write them in a notebook. And it would just kind of be a, a kind of natural thing that I would let something go for like, mm. I would tidy my room for a week and okay, it's not ideal, but the world didn't end. It's fine. And then on a Sunday I go, right, okay, I really need to tidy my room. And I tidied my room. And that is, although it's not like constantly perfect, my life wasn't constantly perfect, it was overall okay. I was mm. keeping on top of things. I never like lived in squalor. I never got mm. fat. I never like lost connection with my family or friends. It just meant that I would kind of have to kind of topple back and forth between things. But yeah. it worked. You yeah. know, that's a kind of a good way for uh, maybe just admitting and hearing it out loud for people that have too much to do in their lives. Mm that's kind of okay um it's okay if you can't do everything in one day mm -hmm. and you just can't keep on top of things as long as you just kind of keep cycling back around and it's like okay so my room is messy six days of the week like is that kind <laughs> of you know okay right. it's not perfect my room sure. doesn't look like a magazine but is that massively affecting my life if yeah. it is then prioritize it if it's yeah. not make peace with yourself we're not yeah. perfect you can kind of have a messy room or leave a week in between texting somebody sure. or whatever it is yeah. there's ways of kind of revisiting these things and yeah this is something i get asked a fair bit is you know i get these emails from people that are you know married have a family mm. and have a full-time job and they're asking like is it possible for me to learn how to be a professional artist and make a living at that and i honestly tell them that yes but it's gonna be a struggle yeah. because right now your days are full you're, you're telling me your days are full. You get home from work, you spend some time with your family, and by the time you're done with your day, you've got half an hour, and then you fall asleep and do it all over again. Yeah. And that's super tough. Mm. And the, the frank thing is, is that sometimes to get towards those goals that you have, you do have to give stuff up. Yeah. You do have to sacrifice the fun thing you do every week mm. and no longer do that. Instead, work on studying yeah. and improving yourself. And it's not super fun, yeah. <laughs> but if you, if you want to get to those goals, sometimes you do have to make sacrifices. Yeah. And just like both, uh, both of us did when we were younger to study more and work harder in our studies, uh, sometimes you kind of have to do that, particularly early on when you're building those foundational skills. Yeah. If, if you want to make any sort of living at this, uh, 
uh, then I think that's it's kind of an important phase to go through. I think the thing is, um, there is no substitute for the work. There's a kind of theory of 10,000 hours to mastery. And, you know, if that is true, everyone has to do 10,000 hours. Mm. And there are people who want to do that as quickly as they can. To be fair, most people want to reach mastery quickly. Mm -hmm. No one wants to dilly-dally about. Right. Um, so we all draft. And, you know, there's if you really want that as quickly as possible you've got to work and you have to sacrifice something. Um, the key here is that you don't have to do it that way. So we kind of tend to have these two disjointed views of work-life balance that A, you know, well, actually, no, it doesn't really make sense. I'm going to backtrack. Roll it back, roll it back. So, um, just ignore all of that. No, not all of it. Just, just a bit of it. Just yeah. the last thing I said about there being two things. All of it. I kind of made the sense in my head, but then I don't have words for it. So okay. I'm just going to go more simple than that. So... We kind of encourage people to have a work-life balance mm -hmm. without saying, but you've got to accept that will take longer. Mm. So we kind of, we've kind of touched on a similar thing before about like goals and happiness. People kind of encourage more of a work-life balance and encourage you to take more breaks and see your mm. family and have time for yourself. But they don't then go on to say, it's okay, it's going to take longer. They just mm. kind of leave that bit out. So everyone right. kind of expects that they're going to be able to reach mastery in the same amount of time, yeah. but with more of a work-life balance. True. Uh, the truth is, and I completely support the idea of having more of a work-life balance and a slow route to it, but the truth is you cannot do that as quickly as someone who did what you did. Um, the reason you were so young and so successful is because you completely sacrificed everything. And I don't think that's the best thing <laughs> no, to be fair. You're a very, not. very healthy person now who's well-rounded. Right. But back then... You probably weren't. You probably no. weren't eating well and exercising yeah. regularly, and you yeah. probably weren't, you know, truly deeply happy. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, you can't tell people that they are going to be a pro in a year, but also, by the way, uh, only work an hour a day. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of, you know, you, I think people need to think of mastery as some, like, the 10,000 hours, even if it's not bang on 10,000 hours, mm -hmm. it's an incremental thing you're eating into. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it takes longer or less time or whatever. Yeah. It's something that you're eating into. Right. Um, so, yeah, basically, that work-life balance is great, but you've got to rein those expectations in of how quickly sure. you're going to get better. Yeah. So. yeah. If you're not putting in the hours, you're just not putting in the hours. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm not going to judge anyone for not doing that. Mm. But they have to just be realistic about like how much they're going to progress. Yeah. Like, one of the frequent questions I get is, I can only practice X number of hours a week. Is that enough to get better? And sure, yeah. it's no matter how much it is, it's enough. If it's five minutes uh, a day, yeah, you can get better. Five minutes a day, you can technically get better at drawing. Yeah. But it's not going to be much. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit better. Um, yeah. And yeah. so I try to tell them that, like, compared to the guy working eight hours a week studying, or eight hours a day studying, rather, uh, you're not going to make as much progress. Yeah. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, sure, there's an upper limit to how many hours you can put into a day that, and productively study. Uh, <laughs> yes. th that's the other thing about the 10,000 hours people forget about, is that the 10,000 hours is not just 10,000 hours. Yeah, it's not it's... just 10,000 mindless hours. Yes. <laughs> it is dedicated practice Focus. for 10,000 hours. Yeah. Uh, and even that's a large range. You, know, mm. you might get there in six, you might get there in 16. Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to say. Catch the ballpark. Um, 
But it is a good thing to keep in mind mm -hmm. uh, that you just need to put in the hours. And sometimes, yeah, you need to sacrifice stuff. Mm -hmm. And yes, you often need to sacrifice things that you just enjoy, your other yeah. hobbies. And, uh, you know, if you play an hour of games a day, which a lot of people do, that's an hour you could be working on something else. Yeah. And no, I'm not telling you to deprive yourself of happiness and to have no hobbies in life because mm. then you're going to end up miserable and depressed and not do any work at all. Yeah, exactly. So don't do that. <laughs> but I'm saying that that's a lot of hours that you could spend every yeah. single week that could add up to quite a lot. I mean, that's seven hours a week. That's 364 hours a year. I don't know that I did the math. I think I did. Yeah. Uh, I think that's correct. Um, I don't follow along with mental maths. You do yeah. the clever. I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I did that. Mental did, math is not my. I thing. did that the least efficient way oh, ever. Sorry. Rather than doing the hour a day, I did the fifty-two times seven. Don't <sighs> ask how my brain works. No. It's dumb. <laughs> it's an enigma. Yeah, but anyways, that's hundreds of hours of practice that you could have, but you're not having. Yeah. Um, and that's again, it's it's fine, but just acknowledge that you're making a choice where to spend your time. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think that they have a choice where they spend their time. But for the most part, people do have opportunities to mm. do this. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of ways to prioritize things. Sometimes I tell people that uh, depending on the job they have, there's a chance they could use to get a different job that has nothing to do with art, but allows them either more mental energy to work on their art when they're not at their job, mm -hmm or the opportunity to work on it while they're at there their job, <laughs> yes. uh, which a lot of people do. A lot of people just have downtime at their job where they're doing nothing yep. and they're just sitting at a computer and just have nothing to do and they just waste those hours. Yeah. And that's a lot of time that you could just be working on your own stuff. And, you know, I hate to encourage people to defraud companies and all that, but just saying that's that's a lot of time you can. Yeah, for <laughs> just the don't do it part, in front of your boss. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Condoning slacking. Yeah. But it's like, it's good. It's true. Um, one of the things that I found helped me survive um, having my hours like squashed and pinched and squeezed was just kind of prioritizing, compromising and being efficient in the time I did have. So um, going back to, you know, I said about the five things I really wanted from life. Um, I didn't have a hard time. Obviously, work was non-negotiable. I had to go. Sure. Um, I was fairly social as a result of that. I could easily talk to people. I could text people. I'm sure my company would love to hear that. But, you know, I mostly kept... There wasn't ever a feeling of I was depriving my friends. I wasn't seeing them. I didn't get to see, talk to my family or anything like that. So they were all kind of okay. The things that I most struggled with was um, keeping my life in order and clean and admin and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff keeping fit mm -hmm. and getting good at art. Right. So they were always the constant battle. Mm. Um, I found that trying to streamline those things as best as I could, because I was never going to be someone who had a perfectly spotless bedroom every day. It just, just wasn't. Mm. So kind of admitting that to myself and going, okay, why is it I want to be in order? This, this, this. And kind of focusing on the things that are most important. So the bits that I was going to get the most value from. Uh, with fitness, you know, who doesn't want to be like a ripped, stunningly gorgeous person? Like, I'm like, if I could just like flick a switch, <laughs> yeah, of course I'd be like sure. trim as anything. Um, but I knew that in order to achieve that, I was going to have to commit more hours than I had. Mm. Um, so I decided instead to admit that I, in my, at that point in my life, I was never going to be a gym bunny. Um, 
I just wanted to be healthy. I wanted to not feel guilty about my health. Mm -hmm. And so instead I just changed my diet mm -hmm. um, and I tried to run to and from work. I lived quite close to work. I was a half hour walk. So I squeezed that fitness routine into the time I like was kind of wasting mm -hmm. and changed my diet. And okay, so I didn't get like a six pack or anything, but I was eating well, I was exercising and that was enough. That was mm -hmm. enough to meet my minimum, I feel good about myself now kind mm -hmm. of requirement. And I didn't beat myself up for the rest, you know? Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm not a bikini model. That's okay. Like for the amount of extra effort I would have to put in to be a bikini model for the ability to then gloat that I'm a bikini model <laughs> it mm. wasn't a fair exchange right. so I kind of did as much as was needed to make myself feel good mm. and then ignored the rest mm. um, when it came to art that was a I had to accept a slow process mm. um, it's perfectly possible though that's the other thing is even then when my life felt pinched and I just didn't believe I had the time and I was absolutely convinced I was not going to succeed mm. um, I still improved so much. So sure. I was only averaging, like, I don't know, you could probably guess this as well as me, but uh, there would be some nights where I worked two or three hours and then several nights where I didn't work. Mm -hmm. Honestly, probably around about half an hour a night I was sure. doing back in those days. Uh, but when you look, I mean, you can see this on my website. Um, one of my articles was about 2017 and how much I changed. Those first sort of six months are probably the best indication of it. And I was working nine to six throughout that. Mm. Um, but the improvement, even though I could only dedicate roughly about half an hour a day to art, yeah. was marked. It was huge. So even when it feels like you're kind of pinched and squeezed and you're not getting to put enough energy into the things you want to do, mm -hmm. just accepting it's a, an, like a cumulative process mm. and it will work. It might yeah. not feel like it on a day-to-day -day level, but you know, if I could have sat there in January and realised how far along I was going to be by June... I wouldn't have complained. I'd have just got on with it and I'd have been mm. happy about it. But uh, it always feels harder at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't see the progress early yeah. on. Like, you don't see it for a long time, mm. really. Uh, same goes for any dieting or weight loss or, uh, you know, strength training, stuff mm. like that. You don't see results for a long time. <laughs> uh, you know, it's probably at least a month or two before you start noticing results. And then it's a couple more months before anyone else notices results. Mm. And then it's probably, you know, six full months before other people notice results, uh, strangers and stuff that yeah. don't know you. Uh, so that progress can be very slow to happen, which kind of goes back to what we talked about the other time about, you know, relying on the process rather than the the end results. Mm. But I think you mentioned something that I find really important in my own trying to balance all my time and stuff. Because uh, I still run into this stuff, even though we have the ideal situation, mm. uh, is that I try to bundle my activities as much as possible. Yeah. If I can accomplish two things at the exact same time without sacrificing either of them, then fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so for me, when I go to the gym, which is technically time out of my day that I could be painting, uh, I try to make it a little bit extra productive by listening to an audiobook while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. So I get, you know, an hour or two of audiobook and I get an hour or two of working out. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden that it feels a good amount of productivity there. Uh, the fact that I'm able to accomplish sort of two things at once mm -hmm. um, and two things that I enjoy. Uh, two things that make me feel better. Uh, and same goes for audiobooks when I'm painting. Uh, I don't need 
to focus so much on my paintings that I cannot listen to an audiobook mm. and thoroughly enjoy it. And so even though I don't have the time these days to sit down and read and do nothing else but read as much as I'd like to, uh, I like times when I can read quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, I can still get through quite a lot of books mm. uh, thanks to audiobooks. They're, they're pretty wonderful. Um, right. <laughs> and, so, and so when you can combine those things that you both enjoy and the things that are productive, uh, another one that I've liked doing in the past is doing uh, drawing and painting outside. Mm. So it's productive because I'm, I'm drawing and painting, but I also get to do one of the things I enjoy the most, which is just being outside in nature, going on hikes, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, so it's a nice combination of those pursuits um, that I think is a good thing. A social one you can do is, so get a gym buddy mm -hmm. or like drink and draws, yep. those kind of things. Yep. Like, you know, you can kind of, you can weave seeing the important people into your, like in your life with kind of other productive things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this or that. Right. Um, yeah, bundling things together is probably the best way, I think, of yeah. <laughs> managing time better, yeah. squeezing more in, yeah. the more that you're able to do with your time, then mm. suddenly it doesn't feel so pinched. Yeah, I, I, think, mean, I mean, aside from like cutting things out, I suppose. Yeah, that too. I think uh, there, that's I think kind there of a harder thing. Sort of both. I think cutting things out it works. I struggle with it still mm. because it feels like admitting failure. Mm. Um, when, when you and I first met and I was... I was saying to you, I am not going to leave London until I am a fully professional illustrator. And I was convinced that was going to take me a few months if I really put my mind to it. And I didn't want to hear any other way because I didn't want to leave my paid job and then have no source of income. I had mm. savings, but I was like, it's not going to last me too long. Uh, I didn't want to become a burden to you. And I really like really beat myself up because I wasn't getting as far along as I wanted to. Uh, I wasn't progressing as fast as I wanted to. It was looking like I was going to keep pushing that back and back and back, that point where I got to quit my job and become fully independent. And admitting that that was an unrealistic thing and that by trying to put in the hours needed to do that, I was going to have to sacrifice everything else in my life. Mm. It felt like admitting defeat. Mm. Um, and then admitting that I wasn't going to be a gym bunny felt like admitting defeat. Mm. All these things feel like you're copping out early. And like, if I just put in another like half hour at the end of the day, maybe I could do it. But um, lowering our expectations of ourselves is a difficult thing. It's a good thing if you can do it. It's um, something I still struggle with. I mm. still struggle with. Yeah. <laughs> still beat myself up for it. Sure. Uh, there's so much more I want to be doing. I want to be skinnier. I want to be more popular. I want to be right. more successful. <laughs> like, it's just the way it is. Yeah. But... Um, I think the best thing, like you say, is, you know, cutting down is, it's healthy and it's important and mm. it doesn't have to be permanent. It just can be, you know, it's not your priority right now. Right. So, okay, I was not going to be able to be fully independent financially before I left London. It was just, we could have been waiting for years mm. and it's really sad and it was difficult for me to admit and I really had to swallow my pride. Um, doesn't mean I'm never going to be. <laughs> just mean I had to like put it off for a little while. I wasn't yeah. going to be able to meet that goal and that sure. was okay. Or It was more important for me to have a balanced life than work myself into the ground yes. and be miserable. And then you'd be like, actually, I kind of don't want to spend time with you. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Um, so, you know, cutting things out is difficult but worth it and doesn't have to be permanent. Right. There's ways of kind of just putting things on the back burner and admitting it's too much to take on yeah. and taking kind of priorities and stuff mm -hmm. like that. 
Mm. But um, I kind of saying all this because it's like one of the most, one of the most asked questions is, I am working a full-time job and I have this and this and this, can I be a professional illustrator? Right. Um, yeah, sure. you can, um, absolutely. For sure. When you look at the six months improvement I made when mm -hmm. living in less than ideal circumstances, mm -hmm. sure, anyone can. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even fully committed and hardworking. There were plenty of days sure. where I was just lazy, right. um, but I still improved. I still kind of kept at it. And um, it just has to be one of those things where you accept it's not going to happen as quickly as you hope. Right. Uh, it could take five years. Yeah. But then if you kind of sit back and go, but in five years I could be a fully independent illustrator. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'd say that then your coping is in the day-to-day. -day. Yeah. So you shift the focus away from how possible is it in however many years' time, mm -hmm. and you go, okay, so what's going to keep me sane and going to get there? Yeah. And kind of shift it back in and go, right, how am I going to not strangle my co-workers in my nine-to-six job? Sure. How am I going to not throw my computer through the window when I have to enter this bit of data for the millionth time? Yeah. Find ways of coping in the day-to-day -day and just kind of making it enjoyable, making you want to come back and do the half hour of work it yeah. takes and then kind of be surprised and fantastically elated when you get yeah. to the end goal rather than being so overwhelmed by the journey it's going to take to get there. Sure. I think. Yeah. I think. I agree. Is there anything else we can cover on work-life balance? I don't know. I'm struggling to think of anything. Oh, when people watch this, they should totally be drawing or painting or something. Yeah, there you go. Treat it like an audiobook. See, ta-da! You don't have to look at our pretty faces the whole just, time. We just solved <laughs> all of your work-life yeah. balance. Actually, I think it's quite nice. A lot of people yeah. have been commenting on the videos and saying yeah. that they've been listening to them while doing yeah, other things, nice. and that's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a nice little trick that I find to be pretty essential. Mm -hmm. so. But yeah, I think that's about all. Yeah, I feel like there was some more stuff I was thinking of when we were talking, but... You can always cover that next time. Write it down and then, mm. yeah. So yeah, I think that's all good for now. Cool. All right. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks, guys.